You are now listening to For All Nerds Show, a podcast about geek and pop culture from the perspective of people of color. For All Nerds is hosted by DJ Ben Amin, Tatiana King-Jones, and Jeff J. Our show is edited and produced by DJ Ben Amin, and For All Nerds Show is a member of the Loudspeakers Network, where we always say rest in peace to our founder, Combat Jack. For All Nerds Show is powered by our listeners. Everything we do from our podcasts, live events, our website, are all independently funded. Please continue to support us through our Patreon page at patreon.com slash for all nerds. Welcome to the Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans. And what's up, y'all? And welcome back. Finally, to the For All Nerds show. As always, we are here. Thank you for joining us again. Happy New Year. This is the podcast dedicated to geek culture from the perspective of people of color. If you didn't know this already, I know I just said Happy New Year and it's already February, Black History Month. <laughs> That's how we see, roll. It's Black History, because you know what time we on. <laughs> if you know, that. you know. <laughs> And as always, it's your boy, DJ Ben Amin, El Capitan of the Spaceship, yes. Halal Jordan, yes. Kal El Bundy, yes. Thought Pilgrim, yes. Bid Fetch, oh. Lionel Richie, yeah. Lieutenant Good Trouble. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Toss a coin to your ninja. We back. You know, and as always, I'm joined by Tatiana King, the Grand Duchess of Tech, also known as Gucci Mane, DeLorean, Lambo Calrissian, Beretta Scott King. Princess Preach, Chance the Parapper, and the Ting of the North. I straight up almost spit out my water on Gucci Mane oh, yeah. right there. <laughs> straight up. A very good fave. Good fave. Yes, folks. Welcome back. You know, we're back. We're here again. Technically, you know, we really been back we've been because back. if you're following us on all these platforms that you should be, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, wherever, Twitch tv slash for all nerds you know any of these places you would already know that we've been back covering wandavision for the last what is it four weeks now uh damn it's three episodes three episodes four weeks wow yeah yeah yep because it's been because it was we've two done episodes, three episodes it was two episodes week one right yeah we've done three episodes of our yet to be named mcu podcast which we still need a name for so if you are not a listener of our wandavision show we need a name for it, our MCU show, so help us out there. But yeah, we've already been doing that for three weeks. So we've been back, but this is the return of the almighty For All Nerds show, the one you know and love, yes. where we discuss everything in geek and pop culture. Mm-hmm. Let's also discuss my shirt, my sweatshirt, my Inclusion okay. is Revolution sweatshirt. I oh, yes. I got oh. this over the break. I also got my my beautiful blue t-shirt with the same well actually a slightly different design and that's another thing people don't realize so mm-hmm. if you hit up our tea public store that's tpublic.com slash store slash for all nerds you will notice that we have several variants of this shirt so there's like different we got different um black and and, and poc characters on here and um shout out to a lot of the amazing people who've already picked up this tea or sweatshirt or whatever we salute you we appreciate you um, I know Fantastic Frankie, she did a video recently with, with one of these on. So thank you mm. so much, really, seriously, truly. 
Shout out to Chrissy Chong, the artist behind that friend Chrissy. and family. Chrissy had me crying. Like, and this was all super top secret. This was a long time ago, but it was all super top secret. She was doing the designs. And every time she showed us something, I was crying. Like, why is it so beautiful? Thank you. Mm. Wow. Yes, yes. Yeah. And, uh, sh- you know, since we shouting out T-shirts, shout out to my T-shirt right here, the free breakfast for school children. By my people's Third Ward's Finest, which represents the Black Panther Party of Houston, Texas. Third Ward's Finest actually just does a lot of different wares that represent my hometown, my hood, Third Ward, and all the greatness that has come out of this. Mm. But this shirt in particular is about the Black Panther Party and their free breakfast for school children program that they did back in the day. Which is so relevant right now so because... Relevant. Um, I just got to see this film. We're going to talk a lot about some films today because all the awards are going on right now. But I just want to shout this joint out real quick, man. Judas and the Black Messiah by Shaka King is a work of art. Uh, Daniel Kaluuya. Um, Kaluuya uh, did I get that right either time? Who knows? And <laughs> um, damn, now I'm blanking on my man's name. Lakeith Stanfield. Mm. Just... Amazing work. Everyone involved. It is just a top to bottom beautiful film. And it's and what I love most about it is how it so clearly and concisely illustrates that the Black Panthers' biggest problem to the system at large was when they unified all races, all cultures, all creeds to take down the system. Once Fred Hampton and the rest of the Black Panthers made that decision, that's when they became public enemy number one. Because that's when we become a problem to the, the system. Quote. Yeah, they don't give a damn how mad black people are. That's just facts, you know. You know, we can Black Lives Matter all the way to the end of time, and ain't, ain't shit gonna change, folks. Let's just keep it a hundred. You know what I mean? They get worried when black people, brown people, white people, you know, every people come together and like, nah, we tired of this. So that's why I encourage everyone to go see Judas and the Black Messiah. Don't go see it. Watch it at home because shit is super real out here. I don't give a damn what theater you're trying to save. Don't do it no more, yo. We got to chill. Mm-hmm. We got to chill. That's a whole other topic. But we got to just cool it down. Well, but yeah, Judas yeah. and the Black Messiah. It is just absolutely just so moving, so powerful, such a well-done film. And that's something we're going to talk about is, you know, we got all these award shows and stuff. And there was this whole thing this week. I know a lot of people seeing all the GameStop news and all the game stonk and how these Redditors drove the stock price up. And that's something that we have to realize, right, is the power of ourselves, right? All these award shows are a bunch of made-up nonsense. Like, the whole history of award shows, this quote that I want to read is one of the funniest things, man. It's just so... Um, Legendary. Mm. Your man, Louis B. Meyer, he was head of MGM Studios in 1927. He said, I found that the best way to handle filmmakers was to hang medals all over them. If I got them cups and awards, they killed themselves to produce what I wanted. (laughs) That's why the Academy Awards was created. That sounds, that tracks, um, sounds very on brand. Yeah. So that's the point. Like when we're sitting here getting all upset about the Golden Globes and all this, at one point there was a time when if your movie got, you know, an astronom or something, the producers and the studio will put more money behind it, give you some extra marketing dollars and all that. But those days are gone. Like are nobody they? cares about marketing dollars or any of that. We don't care about how much commercials you throw at us. 
So the time has come for us to just be like, yo, this is dope. We're going to support it. We're going to hashtag it. We're going to blow this shit out the water. You know, because you got to look at how like these Redditors straight up made millions just by all coming together and being like, yo, let's just buy this one thing. Same difference. That's all we had to do. Yo, let's support Judas and the Black Messiah. One Night in Miami. Malcolm and Marie. Um, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Stockton on my mind. All these films I've seen recently, The White Tiger, all just, I mean, incredible works of art. Well, and if we mm-hmm. see these incredible works of art don't always get the respect from these so-called institutions. But if you know the history of these institutions, they're just a bunch of smoke and mirrors and nonsense. I mean, I think that is important what you say about understanding the history and the concept behind these institutions. Mm-hmm. I also still think it's worth getting angry about because, you know, mm. closed mouth don't get feds. And, and let me explain why. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I think it's important to be loud about this, that being said, we've seen, like, we've seen, remember when Oscars So White happened, there was supposed to be all this change, and you haven't seen much move. I don't, I, what was that, like, five years ago or so? Like, you haven't three, seen, or, or less. Three, four. It, it, it feels longer, right? Maybe, yeah. maybe, the, maybe the pandemic made it feel yeah. longer. But um, I still think it's worth speaking up about because mm-hmm. that helps to rally the people. Like, you mentioned how mm-hmm. if the people need to get together or whatever, I think if, people are loud about the injustices and the things going wrong at least the people will start to rise up and rally so and if using your your metaphor of the the redditors rising up they saw something that was an injustice in a way they Mm -hmm. rose they were loud about it to themselves anyway rose Mm -hmm. up and made something happen now now that's one Mm -hmm. part two about this is i think it's more so we a lot of the energy needs to go towards attacking the system itself as opposed to just the award shows. Because yes. my thing is, I hear what you're saying where like, oh, in a way like, oh, sometimes, you know, people don't necessarily care if something's Academy Awarded or whatever. Like sometimes they can still get clout. But my thing mm-hmm. is the way the system works right now, it's still very much that if you're not if you're Academy Award nominated or you have an award this and award that, some of these studios and some of these people with the money are gonna give you life before they give anybody else life. But that's because that this system is built pretty fucked up. And I think but that if we pay attention to how we change the system itself so that the system doesn't reward people in that way, that that would help start changing things. That's also uh, applies in most cases to white people. Like, uh, people bring up Halle Berry. When she won an Oscar, you can look at what happened to her after. Her career went downhill. Like, it, for black people, it's not always a sign. Um, Shorty Precious won that joint, never worked again pretty much, right? Well, she, or, you she know, was in the Empire. And here and there, things. here and there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what I mean. Not, yeah. like, popping. It ain't like shit just pops off. That's what I mean. It's not this sign... For black people, it might be a sign that when you win that white people might be like, ah, well, that's enough for you. You know, <laughs> I, I'm not saying, but at, what I am saying is we are living in a new age and the age of waiting for someone else to give us recognition is a waste of time. Waiting for anything is a waste of time. Like you that. said, attack the system. Don't now I understand this rage rallies people, right? Rage works to get people, you know, anger gets shit done. It gets things moving a lot quicker than happiness. Like, I can sit there and be like, all these movies are great. And people are going to be like, ah, that's cool. But if I'm like, yo, fuck this movie, people are going to be like, word, fuck that movie. You know, because rage rallies people. 
that's just it's a sad I way mean, the world it, it works. It does, which is right. why I still feel like my thing is you can approach this in multiple different ways. Like that's why mm-hmm. when people say, "Well, don't get mad at them," it's just what it is. I'm like, no, you can still get mad, but you can also do. Yes something else like you can also do something Mm -hmm. on top of that to supplement it like yes get mad but also if you have the power especially if you are of those people who are in those rooms who can Mm -hmm. flip the switches and and push the buttons and 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 open the doors you have to be making the changes you have to be actively making changes we see stuff happening and then and i think what it really is is that we're not seeing the change we want to see in a fast enough time like mm. there there has been some pr- for example and again using using oscar so white for example there's been some progression from that and there's mm-hmm. there's been a lot of 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 eyes placed on this this really for all award shows about how white they are how they don't fairly um pick up people of color artists of colors and things like that but it made but as you see they're still keep they keep doing the same shit over and over every year just in terms of how they nominate people and how they shut out people and things like that so that's not to say that progress has been made it may not be happening as fast as we want it to and that's why i'm like it's still worth being loud it's still worth attacking the system itself it's still worth rallying people mm. no I, I definitely agree and like I, I fully agree that you know rage and anger will rally people a lot quicker but like I said, I would also just really encourage people to really go out on social media. And even if you're not one of these people who has the power to change things, you never know what your one tweet could do, who is trying to reach, how it's trying to blow up your one post on Instagram. That's why even me recently, like I don't have that many followers, but all these movies I've been seeing, I'm like, okay, let me make a little story about it. At least let me do something, you know, just to say, yo, y'all need to peep this because mm-hmm. like I tell you, the white tiger, Judas and the black Messiah, Malcolm and Marie, uh, let me stop at Malcolm and Marie, because Zendaya right now is doing things that, yeah. like, I've watched Euphoria. I thought that, I haven't seen the second solo episode yet, but I, I thought either. Zendaya's solo episode, did you see it? I haven't seen the second solo episode. Yeah, I haven't seen the second one yet either, but Zendaya's episode was, you know, absolutely phenomenal. I had some issues with some of it because I didn't think it was black enough. <laughs> Malcolm Marie kind of, I mean, I'm sorry, it's two black people having a conversation in 2020, and they didn't once be like, yo, these white people are dangerous, you know? Like, <laughs> just once. That's all I needed. I, you know? I still have to watch Malcolm and Marie, but... Um, Malcolm I, and Marie gets into some of that. I did see Ma Rainey. Um, yes. Actually, again, and, and you know, this, this is just me learning about different p- works of art. I didn't realize that it was a play, a stage play. Oh, yeah. Um, August, Wilson. August Wilson. Yeah, I didn't realize mm-hmm. that. But like as I was like the first five minutes, I was like, oh, wait, because the way that yeah. it was set up, I'm like, wait, this is a play. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, I said it felt familiar, you know, like when you mm-hmm. see, see things like Raising the Sun. I'm like, OK, that's August Wilson. But, um, yeah. you know, again, just in, uh, Chadwick, incredible. Mm-hmm. You know, Viola, obviously incredible. Incredible. Like, um, incredible. Them gold teeth what else shining. Did I see, what else did I see recently? Oh, One Night in Miami. You saw it? I saw it. Um, another thing where I was just like, oh, wait, this is this play. I didn't realize yeah. that was another play. Yeah, um, I didn't either. That one I didn't know was a play. <laughs> Cause, yeah. cause, but you know when I realized? I was like, why is everything taking place in this one location? <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. But, I like how Regina King got a little m- more out of it. Like, it didn't feel as much of a play, you know? Well, yeah, but... Like, uh, well, I don't mind that. Well, well, you know, I well, just like that. My you know? thing is, I, I expected something else. And maybe because I was looking too hard at the title, I expected them to be Joy Ryder and doing. I was Do like, you expected them to be in Miami? I was like, this is a story <laughs> of, like, it's, honestly, I was like, this is a story of, like, Muhammad Ali they and South Malcolm Beach? X, Joy Riding South Beach. Like, I literally thought no that. No Wet Willies? I, 
<laughs> I thought I was just like, is this some untold story about how they was fucking, you know, riding around town and getting it? Like, I, oh I man, that would have been a I, movie. I, I re- again, I'm just learning. I just, I really thought See, that. I want to get to the level of blackness where we can make movies like that, where we can have like these weird alternate tales of you know Malcolm X, Muhammad Ali, but, you know, would, but, but you know what, you would get in trouble because the people were like, that's yeah, that's sacrilege. what I'm saying. Right now we would get that's in trouble. Sacrilege, you shouldn't do that. Yeah, but see, yeah, I want to see like them rob a bank, you know, or or <laughs> shoot the president. You know what I mean? Not like rob a bank, though. I mean a big bank. You know what I mean? Like you know, Ocean's Eleven. I want to see them do Ocean's, you know, Thirteen. Muhammad you know? Ali, I'm so pretty. Yeah. Give me your money. I'm yeah, so coming cool. off with like a hundred mil, you know, they they go to the casino, you know, they do the whole, you know, Steve. Why is Malcolm X here? You know, it's this whole yeah. thing, you know, and then um, well, because that, like I said, it, it, it's a slow build because I was still trying to figure out the un, like the pacing and where the story was mm-hmm. going. But then once you get deep into it and realize what it is, then you start understanding it's about the the interactions, it's about the conversation, it's about the love, it's it's about their. Um, well, I already said the word interactions, but it's really about how these four just prominent black men in black history actually, um, you know, in a way, saved each other. Um, mm-hmm. And was this and this is based off a true story. Is this a true story? Yeah. Like, like they the all know each other. Real. Yeah. They all know each other yeah, and all that. Yeah, you know, yeah, they yeah. were all around. This is all like, you know, yeah. it, it's more like, like, more like a concept like. Hey, yeah, it's since like, they did it's know like, each other, this is what Yeah, there's a potential, and it's okay. potentially, they were, I think they were all there that night in Miami. So it's a potential what could have happened. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. but no, but they, I, that I did know that they definitely all knew each other. And like I said, even like mm-hmm. with, with Malcolm, all the photos he takes, like, um, apparently, so, like the photos that they even showed him taking in the movie, those are actual real pictures that you can find mm-hmm. just look online um yep. i mean it, it, it was definitely uh, it, it was it was good it was good it was brilliant it was brilliant. really good regina i mean just give that one her credit yeah. like that's just a brilliant film like everybody you know acting wise in it you know i mean because everyone knows denzel as malcolm but i thought dude did a fantastic job as malcolm showing a whole different side of malcolm showing this you know side that we don't get to see mm-hmm. this human side the person who isn't upstanding in front of people giving out speeches and everything um, I also want to give a shout out to, like I said, the white tiger is a joint on Netflix that I feel like I was drawing on this whole rant about, uh, not rant, but I was talking about anti-heroes and whiteness and the white male, uh, anti-hero and shout outs to random acts of flyness because they had, it was a show on HBO. They only got one season. As far as I know, we had one of the creators on here, Kelly Robinson Hicks, Kelly Robinson, H town. Once again, third wards own once again, third wards finest, as we said, um, Kelly Robinson. Sorry. Yep. Kelly Robinson. Yep. Uh, I just know where it's Kelly. I don't know. <laughs> like Kelly from around the way. Yeah, that's just, that's Kelly from, you know, three houses down. <laughs> like, literally. So, from three houses down from the Higgins. Um, so, Random Acts of Flyness had this amazing sketch stit of what about white savior and the white savior trope. And it's basically talking about white men in cinema who need saving from themselves. And unless this happens, they go on to destroy the world. And include such characters like uh, Walter White, Tony Soprano. Um, God damn, I'm blanking on them. But it goes on and on and on and on. I was just watching Detroit the other day. Uh, Crazy Heart or True Heart with Jeff Bridges. He plays this country yeah. singer. And this man's an alcoholic and everybody's trying to help him out. And he is just... and. I turned it off halfway through the movie when this man leaves this little kid in a mall, dog. Like, he lets, he, yeah, he's babysitting this 
of the boy or the woman he's dating. And, you know, she's like, just don't drink around my kid, please. And he's doing good, not drinking around the kid. This Negro heads up at a mall on a hot day, sits the kid down at the bar, orders himself a double whiskey, and then is like, yo, hey, you want to go explore? Go ahead. I turned the movie off and went to Wikipedia to see how it ends. They find the kid, you know, but the boy, uh, the woman leaves this trash-ass dude. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. But that's what I mean. It's like, I, I don't need to see this. It just, you know, I see it so many times. Um, Another one I turned off, uh, and I know people love it. Um, There will be blood. Turn that bullshit off when that man put that boy I, on the train. Literally, like, Blood is one of my favorite show movies. Sorry, oh, I, I think Daniel Day Lewis is nothing. I like, get it, but I've seen him do it dozens of times. Well, maybe at you this have. Point. I yeah, I you guys see every. I, I love. I still love that movie that to this over. day. Oh, Don't bully Daniel me, Day. Daniel. He put his son on the train. He did a lot of was... fuck shit. My thing is his character did <laughs> so much fuck shit. That was his character. What's the problem? That's I, his character. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't need... Uh, I have this concept of white boy fuel, right? Okay. And I don't need us giving more fuel to white men out here, right? Entertainment upholds toxic whiteness all day and night. That <laughs> is one of its foundational points is to uphold this toxic whiteness. So I don't need more of that in my life. You're not going to do I think Breaking Bad is one of the most brilliant shows of all time. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it has huge problems and it has huge privileges. It takes a lot of privilege with having this white man basically become a meth kingpin and never show the effects of it. Beyond Jesse and his boys, you see and, and nobody and, and using meth. Let's die. Huh? And the girlfriend oh, and the that girl, he, he Yeah, yeah, and the girl. And the plane and his, that ends up crashing. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, see some old extra shit. Like, <laughs> nigga got plane crashing. But no, let's talk about the thousands of lives he has ruined. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. No, no, let's not show none of that. Because it's about this man and his problems. That's not what the show is about. The show is about this man and his problems. Listen, I you know I'm good, dog. Like, and I love Breaking Bad, but I'm yeah. saying I've I've been watching Better Call Saul lately, and as much as I love it, at the end of the latest season, I was like, yo, I this don't, shit I don't like, is. I never really got on. It's kind of super it, it, weak. It, it, I can't too, lie. It was too slow for me, and it was weak. I was never on board. I'm I was on it, and I've I've watched every episode, but at the end of this latest season, I felt like they really just made characters do things. And then people were like, oh, my God, that was so dope. And I was like, no, it wasn't. This character <laughs> turned into an idiot no, for the last wasn't. half of the season. <laughs> yeah, I was like, the only reason you got to that point was because this brilliant character turned into an idiot just so they could get to this, you know, flip ending. And I was like, that wasn't dope. And it's just boring at this point where it's like, I see these white men destroying themselves and destroying the world. And, oh, my God, if only they'd been raised right or if only someone had cared for them, if only someone had given them a fucking hug. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm dude. Yeah, let's take a break. <laughs> we didn't even talk about the awards. I guess we did. Yeah. yeah no, no, we we'll talk about it. We just need to take a break. We need to take a break. <laughs> the toxic, the toxic white masculinity is getting to me. <laughs> We're gonna take a break right here. We'll be right back with more for all the show. <laughs> Hey guys, it's Allison Williams. I'm an actor, and when I am not scaring people on screen, I am hanging out with For All Nerds and listening to their show. Hey guys, this is Rod and Karen of the Blackout Tales podcast, and when we are doing one of our mini podcasts, yes, we are listening to For All Nerds. 
Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Asante, one third of the Friend Zone, and when I am not smoking pot or playing Shinobi Striker, I am listening to For All Nerds. Tune in. What's up, everybody? This is Chuck Creekmer, aka Jigsaw from AllHipHop.com, and when I'm not placing my heavy hand on the world of hip hop culture, I'm watching for all nerds. Hey, this is Logan Browning, and when I'm not trying to take over Netflix, I'm listening to for all of us. Yo, what up? This is Yahya Abdul-Mateen II. I play Black Manta in the Aquaman movies. And when I'm not getting around the city, I'm chilling, listening to for all nerds. What's up, y'all? This is Ann Steven Harris, fire artist, co-creator of Aztec, fire artist on Ajala, The Fringe, Michael Cray. Watson the Holmes, don't forget Watson the Holmes, award winner of Watson the Holmes, Glyph Award, eyes are nominated. When I'm not drawing, I am listening to For All Nerds. Check it. Hey, I'm Malcolm Lee, director of Night School, and when I'm not directing, writing, and producing, and editing and spending time with my kids, I'm listening to For All Nerds. Hey, this is Pamela Ribbon, and when I'm not writing things like My Boyfriend is a Bear or Ralph Breaks the Internet, I am listening to For All Nerds. Yo, what's up? This is Chico Leo, and when I'm not leading an Athenian revolt in Assassin's Creed Odyssey, I'm listening to Four All Nerds. And once again, welcome back. We're back. Thank you for joining us here on this episode of the For All Nerds Show. As always, make sure you are subscribed on all the various platforms from Spotify to iTunes, where you can go over there right now, right now, and leave a five-star rating on iTunes. Leave some comments. It helps us out so much when you do these things. You know, you can hit follow on SoundCloud. You can go over to twitch.tv slash forallnerds and follow. You can go to Instagram and Twitter. On social medias, that's the same thing, at For All Nerds, <laughs> and hit follow. You know what I mean? Yeah, I said it twice. I'm twice as nice. Okay, then I'm me. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look who it is. It's me. Yeah, we were actually, during the break, talking about this movie, Good Boys, from uh, 2019. And it's one of them joints that... I didn't want to see it at first. I was like, oh, this should be dumb as hell. And then it is just absolutely brilliant. So funny. Just so heartfelt and so terrible. Uh, it's basically like super bad, but in middle school. Oh, So wow. if you haven't seen it, it's on Hulu right now. Just a great, if you need something to laugh at, you know, in a, it's one of them joints right now. Whenever it's on, I turn it on because I've been like, Yo, I need something to laugh. Oh, know? okay. I'll definitely put yeah. it on my queue. I watched Drumline again last night too. Did you? <laughs> Man, I love it. I, I love mean, that movie. was fucking good. Yeah, it's so good, Joe. Like, I watched it again from beginning to end last night, and I was like, you know, from beginning to end, this is a solid, you know, ass flick. Like, I was, I was in high school when that shit came out. That shit was amazing. Mm, yeah. yeah. Oh my god, I was in high school when yeah. that came out. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I was right out of Howard. I can't. Yeah, I think so. Yep. Yeah. Or like right at. Yeah. I think like senior year, maybe. Because I remember it being, like, on campus or something. There was something on campus for it. I remember there being a lot of talk on campus. I can't remember. But, yeah, Drumline was a oh, solid-ass flick. And it got nominated for nothing. Oh. 
That's what the NAACP awards are for, right? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Only we can recognize it ourselves, so. Uh, God damn, though. I mean, Drumline can't get a WGA. You know, Drumline can't well, get Well, maybe they didn't think it was that good. Street actors deal. Like, you know maybe what I mean? Maybe they didn't like, think it was Nick that Cannon, good. Okay, Nick first of Cannon's all. Nick Cannon's acting can't get recognized. <laughs> What's her name's off? I don't Steppen? know about Nick Cannon. Gamora Steppen doesn't get no love. I forgot she was in, I forgot Zoe Saldana was in that movie. She was black yeah. in that movie, right? <laughs> anyway, um, you know, I mentioned, then I mean, don't do this to me. Um, I turn away. <laughs> I turn away. <laughs> you know how Miles Davis used to turn his back on audiences when he said they weren't feeling him? Oh. You ever hear about that? No. Oh, yeah. Miles Davis would do his whole concert playing his trumpet with his bat to your ass. Like, fuck y'all. like y'all you? Oh, Yeah, y'all don't even deserve to look at me. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um. Anyway, uh, you know, I mentioned that because I mentioned the NAACP awards and everything because all of these award shows that we've been talking about, they all releasing their <laughs> nominations damn near at the same motherfucking time. We got the Golden Globes nominations, NAACP Image Award nominations, which I was really paying attention to because they pretty much got everybody that all these other award shows missed. Um, mm. Also, the SAG Award nominations came out today. Um, those those fared a little better. Um, but were there any particular ones that you were really pleased to see? Lovecraft Country. Shout-outs to Safe Neat Robots. Yes. Pod. Yes, yeah, yes, I mean, you yes. already know. Shout out to Misha Green. Shout yes. out to Shannon. Shout out to everybody mm-hmm. over there, man. All our peoples. Yeah. You know, who have actually become, you know, peoples of ours. Like, yes. I mean, Love Shannon has become one of our biggest supporters, yo. So, you know. Facts. Lovecraft yeah. got big nominations on the SAG Awards. Um, mm-hmm. Also, um, a, a, a person that was, uh, as, as they, they say, shut out. I really hate that term. But the person that was shut yeah. out that really should get recognition across the board also got nominated today. That's Michaela Cole for I May Destroy You. Um, I still have not peeped, man. And I know it's like the best shit ever. You you got to see that shit. You got to see that shit. I mean, first of all, I think Michaela is a fucking brilliant um, yeah, I, mean, I thought uh, Chewing Gum was yeah, and it's, brilliant. And, and, and Chewing, Gum, Chewing Gum is on HBO Max now, if you want to Oh, dope, dope, because I got to finish that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, because you remember, it got taken off of Netflix. So mm-hmm. definitely watch that shit. Like, I mean, just fucking hilarious. I mean, it's just out there hilarious, but it was, it's so good, oh and, God, and it's so daring. Good. And same thing with I May Destroy You. It's just a different way of doing TV. It's like, I think there was yeah. this tweet that was going around like a week or so ago and there was like, what show made you look at TV different? And like, they had mm. a picture of in Watchmen where what's her name was holding the giant blue dildo. <laughs> Lori. <laughs> so, but you know, beyond that, like everything Michaela Cole did came up as stuff. And it's true. Like her stuff is just different it's different from what you're seeing it's telling different stories it's telling it in different ways and it's making you think beyond the the this the standard so I, a, I, you know i'm really really happy for her yeah there's a super dope interview on the web on the internet about uh between michaela and um childish uh i'm just blanking on names <laughs> okay. i'm not even the butcher i'm the blanker childish dambino um donald glover donald glover thank you yeah, it's an interview between them where they're basically just talking back and forth with nobody else, just them two talking. And it's brilliant interview. They talk about so much dopeness. And Donald is just like, yo, your fucking show was just like, 
You know, and I've been rewatching Atlanta, and Atlanta is one of them shows that makes me look at TV different. Like, yes, oh definitely, definitely Atlanta. God, especially like, that that Juneteenth episode. Every episode, I mean, every like episode, I went back, but the Juneteenth. I went back to the blogger one where uh, Paperboy has to go confront the blogger who's dissing him, yeah. and oh my God, like it's just so many little moments, and then the whole bigger picture is so brilliant. You know, yeah. it's like Te- Teddy Perkins, like. Oh. I rewatched the whole second season already. Like I had to go back to the first because I'd already done the second. Because the second was just so, I didn't. It took me a long time to go back to rewatch the second because yeah. I'd already watched the first so many times. But the yeah. second, that Robin season was, you know, that yeah. was a lot. Um, like I said, the reason why we need our own shit because NAACP was really the only ones to prominently nominate the Five Bloods. Uh, Spike mm-hmm. Lee joint um, starring Chadwick Boseman, Delroy Lindo, and more. Um, they, I mean, they got mad nominations all across the board in mad different categories. I'm happy because I finally see Delroy Lindo's name. I mean, if y'all, mm-hmm. first of all, see the Five Bloods. And when I say Delroy motherfucking Lindo, like that, I mean, just give him all the motherfucking awards. Like, I, I it's just, it's just such... He's so powerful. <laughs> That's mm. all I can say. He's so powerful. We already said the other item, the other um, projects earlier about Ma Rainey. That got mad. That got awarded a lot. Chadwick got awarded a lot across the board. Um, a lot of posthumous awards. Um, I mean, th- th- there's some really good ones. I'm, I'm really more so looking forward to the NAACP awards because it really features um, and b- beyond just motion pictures and tv it's also music as well and it really mm-hmm. features a lot of people that get overlooked in these other award mm. shows yeah and also like that's why i put that quote out there at the beginning and that's what i'm saying that like, we really have to know why award shows exist in the first place like and what they're really about and it's really just about pacifying people and then it turned into this thing like i said where certain things would get a little more marketing dollars they might get some more money throwing at them but we can create that same wave. Like, that's what we have to accept, or the power in our voice. Like, if we say, yo, we want to see more of this person, mm-hmm. you know, it will happen. You will see more of that person. That's just, I mean, you see the reaction. Like, reaction on the internet has driven everything. Uh, what's her name? Kelly Rose, um, Kelly Marie Tran, right? Okay. Yeah. From Star like, Wars. Like, right? Got all the hate in the world. Had to go off damn Twitter and Instagram. Now she got, like, three star roles coming out. Because mm-hmm. people were like, nah, F that. You know, that's our girl. That's we want to see more of her. people in the system decided to make change. People who But that was have also the because there was a vocal change. people coming out in support of her saying, nah, right. we need to see her. And what does that mean? And this is what I said earlier. It has to be a combination yeah. of all of this stuff. Yeah. But the people in the system aren't going to do anything until we're out there because they don't give a damn. Mm-hmm. But if we go out there and be like, no, nope, we're not supporting this shit. Fuck that people all who hate on Star Wars. Fuck the fact that y'all took her out of the last movie. We want to see more of her. We deserve a Star Wars series with her, whatever it takes. And she ain't got a Star Wars series. She got a huge starring role coming up, like another whole big franchise built around her. Mm. You know what I mean? The power of the voice. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, and it, it works both ways. Like, you know, we talk about cancel culture, but let's talk about building up culture. You know, like let's talk about mm. putting our voice where it matters, giving people their flowers while they're here. You know, saying, like, not waiting for some award show to be like, oh, I like that movie. Yeah. So, since we're doing it, let's give some people their flowers right now. We got a list of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, all, all these films that I've, you know, have been talking about, like, that I've seen recently, I just want everyone to go out and see. The White Tiger. Uh, the White Tiger is this dope movie in India 
about this dude. Uh, Lexi Alexander described it as what the Joker wanted to be. And that's oh. what I mean. This is a movie about an anti-hero or a villain even. Like, mm. dude is questionable as fuck. But what I love about it is it shows you why he's questionable as fuck and the bigger picture. Mm. That's my problem with these white anti-heroes. They don't say, oh, these white men are just fucking dangerous and have been there historically dangerous. You know what I mean? It doesn't. Sopranos don't talk about how Italians just been like this. You know, like it don't talk about the history of things. You know what I mean? White men being just dangerous. But in the White Tiger, they talk about how India is set up, the government's role in poverty. You know why people are poverty, the whole caste system, and how it works. Like it gives you all of this info on this whole culture that you might not know about while telling this dope, beautifully shot. Uh, amazingly well acted story. So it's on Netflix right now. You know, just throw people, What's whatever. What's the name of it again? The White Tiger. It's definitely kind of dark. Like mm-hmm. I say, it's a dark movie about a villainous character, you know? And is it a movie out of India? Like an India, Indian director and all this other stuff? I would assume so. I don't know who directed it, but um, I know What's-Her-Name is one of the producers. Uh, Priyanka, uh, I, I can't remember. Oh, it, is, it is an Indian yeah. director, Raman Bhavrani. Uh, okay. Screenplay by Ramen, producer Priyanka mm. Chopra, Ramen yep. McCool. Yeah, okay, okay, cool. Oh cool, no, cool. it's it's fire. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's it's deep into the culture of India. You know, it is like it's steeped in it. You know that it is. You see India, you see Delhi, all these places there. It's it's beautiful. You know, extremely well acted. Like I say, you get into the whole culture, the caste system, all of this stuff is explained in the movie while telling this dope ass story. And that's like one of the burdens of people of color. Like, we have to do so much more. You know, we have to showcase our culture. We have to do all these things while we're just telling a story. Mm. But this person, uh, what's the name of the director and writer? Um, and I'm and positive if I'm not pronouncing his name quite right, but mm-hmm. Ramin Bavrani. Yep. Beautiful work. I read the script. Uh, the script's available online. And I read the script. It's on Netflix. Dope strip. Dope film. Fire. Um, I already talked about Judas and the Black Messiah, just so dope. Malcolm and Marie, like we say, Zendaya is just in this motherfucker putting it work. From the first line, she steps in, and I'm just like, God I've been, damn. Like I said, like, I, have, I have to wait for my sister to watch this, but I've been waiting to watch Malcolm and Marie, so I'm excited. I didn't know. I thought it was more of a love. I didn't know it was so much drama. Oh, yeah. You know? I, I knew it was about drama. But yeah, I didn't know it was about drama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about drama. <laughs> there you go. But no, great film. Ma Rainey, another one, you know, Viola, everybody, dope. Stopped on my mind. Y'all peeped that yesterday. It's a dope, dope documentary about the first black mayor in Stockton, California. Um, mm. 27-year-old Tubbs, dude, was, what, 27 when he became mayor. Wow. Like, fire. And in Stockton, they're doing things like a universal basic income program where they gave people $500 a month free, just that's the, you know what I mean? at least from a basic standpoint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Universal All the stuff they income. call they, socialism, right? Yeah, they've already implemented it. You know what I mean? That's they've actually been doing happening. It for, yeah, it's already happening. Like, uh, when the documentary was filmed, it was like six months in, I think, or even a year in already. Like, they've been oh, doing it. Like, this dude, okay. you know, this dude is about change. And and it's ill because it goes back to Judas and the Black Messiah. Because Stockton, you know, California. Oh, yeah. It's close to Oakland. Mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. is all the same area of Black Panther, you know, and this revolutionary thought. So he's like, yo, I grew up reading about these people. I love their ideas and stuff. But one of the things that they didn't have was people on the inside who could actually make systemic change. So he's like, I've told my people I'll be the one who takes one for the team. 
You know what I mean? And so this brother went in there and is making systemic change from the inside. You know, and it's a ill, just a great documentary. The way the story is told and the way it unfolds is so dope. You know what I mean? They did, they just did work on that joint. Like, I loved it. And it just inspired me so much that it made me feel so hopeful to see someone putting these ideas into play. Things that, it's what Fred Hampton, once again, in the Black Panthers talked about. Like, they said, power to all people, right? Mm -hmm. We give all the power to all the people. And then the people decide if they want to overthrow this government or the people decide what they want to do with it. So that's what Tubbs is doing. He's the people in the government. We, not, we might not overthrow it right now because we all effing live here. You know what I mean? And some of us ain't ready for violent revolution like that. But maybe, you know, another alternative is to get into these positions of power and make real change that happens. That's big facts. Um, I feel like I'm talking a lot. You, no, I mean, you, you, you spit in fire, you spit in facts. Um, as I mentioned before, we, we definitely, I mean, we've been doing it, but we want to continue giving people their flowers. So mm -hmm. that includes lots of friends of the show. Uh, Joe Illich. Mm. Yes. He has some news coming up. Yes, Joe Illich. I've known about this, but I've had to keep it on the low. Shout-outs to Joe. Shout-outs to George Cremona. And shout-outs to Dimitri. George? Long time. Long time. George has been supporting us since like, the beginning, man. Since day one, yeah. yo. Early. Probably since Combat Jack. I've known Same George, with Joe. I feel like. Some of the beginning. Yeah. Oh, Joe is like one He's of the been secret on, he original. Was the show. He was one of the yeah. original 30, you know, 50, 11 niggas on the show. So. Yeah, like he was supposed <laughs> to be one of the hosts of the show. But, yeah. you know, Joe two bits off for us. But Joe and George and Dimitri from Anyone Comics in Brooklyn. Shout out to my brother, Dimitri. What up, fam? They have basically the safe Negro guide for comic book shops. The access guide to the black comic book community. Drops on February 17th. You'll be able to pick this up in your local comic book store. Okay. Um, I think on Amazon, all kind of places. And it basically is a guide showing you where to buy, who's supporting us, who's, you know, for us, by us type of thing. Okay. Yes. That's what's up. Shout out to Anyone so Comics, dope. man. Yeah, shout out to Anyone Comics. If you are in New York City or I think they ship nationwide, Check them out. Hit them up. You know, tell them mm -hmm. for all nurses. They love us over there. Yeah, but, I mean, they ship nationwide. Yeah. You know, we did our yeah. program where we shipped the books to the brother in prison. You so know, it like, did. They, yeah. Yeah, they ship nationwide and are just a dope local, you know, community run comic book shop that really supports us and supports their community. So if you don't have a local comic book shop in your area, hit them up. You know, and if you're in Brooklyn, come on now. Yeah, yeah, Anyone yeah. Anyone comments? Be there. We got to shout out Mellow Marketer. Word. My fam, what up? Man, we just shouting out. It keeps going, too. We got more and more shout outs. But, yeah, Mellow Marketer, my brother, my writing partner, my G from, like, once again, before Four Honors, before all this shit. That's been my G from the internet for a <laughs> long time. Um, It's one of the authors on Blade Runner Origins, which drops February 24th. Hopefully, we can have him on the show before then. But Blade Runner Origins is a new comic book that's dropping. Make sure you go tell your shops. Everyone pre-order this joint. Blade Runner Origins, all right? Let me say it one more time. Blade Runner Origins. Mm -hmm. It tells the origins of the Blade Runners, and it features the first black Blade Runner ever created by my brother, Mello Brown. My man got his name on a comic book. I'm just, Black you know. man got to bring in a black man. I hear you. 
I mean, you know, and so make sure y'all check this out. It's going to be huge. I mean, it's Blade Runner, you know, licensed property, all that. Mm -hmm. So it'll be available everywhere. February 24th. Make sure you grab that. Yes, yes. We are also giving out flowers to Daniel Jose Older. Again, longtime supporter of us. Um, His... Wow. Again, these comic books is, is I mean, really, I, I just really love the expansion of authors into all of these different genres. But mm-hmm. his comic book project, which is Star Wars, The High Republic Adventures. And this is number two from Daniel as the writer and artist Harvey Tolibau. It arrives March 3rd and is actually available for pre-order now uh, through Comixology or as your local comic shop. So like we said before, Man, hit up anyone that- comics. That brother Daniel's royalty checks are looking beautiful Yo, right now. Uh, at, at, <laughs> at Star Wars money, ooh. I mean, <laughs> no, for real. Um, you know he man that go ahead. like the one that Kieran Gillen sold, or, or like the first comic, like when Star Wars first came back from mm-hmm. Marvel, was like the biggest selling comic since the nineties. It sold like three million issues. Mm. Um, yeah. And and like Daniel, he's has he's been within the the fiction like sci-fi fantasy space for the longest. Um, he's he's also well known for the Shadow Shaper series, mm-hmm. um, for his uh, what is it the youth books? He has the Dactyl Hill Squad, and then again in Star Wars, we mentioned the new one coming out. But there's also Last Shot that he did back in 2018, as well as another coming up this year called Race to Crash Point Tower. So. Um, honestly, like man, stay working, bro. man, stay working. And his books are really phenomenal. I love his writing I was, style. I was looking for my shadow shaper joint right now. I, my, my, my books book are a load of place here. now, so I can't even pull out nothing. Yeah. Um, I just saw it. I don't know. It must not be over yet. Make sure we also give our flowers. And I love to Regine Sawyer of lock mm-hmm. it down productions, black yep. woman who has been doing the damn thing in comics and storytelling for fucking ever and make sure y'all hit her up and congratulate her she has both a short story and a one shot coming out next week via DC Mm. Comics fam Mm -hmm. coming out for the Valentine's Day the the short stories in DC's 80 page I think it's called Shot at Love or something because it's like a one shot 80 page special about Valentine's Day with different stories about love and everything yeah and 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 also I mean we we say her name a lot but Steph I will like Stephanie Williams her um she has a story featuring Monica Rambeau that's going to be coming out on the next Marvel Voices um that that apparently looks like it's going to be dropping every every February uh the, the one that features all the black people they could do better they could but listen we could have it every month. We could, but listen, let's also celebrate what's happening right now. True, because, true. Um, I just the reason why I'm also mentioning them is because I love the fact that our people is getting access to official mm-hmm. licensed characters, and generally speaking, yes. they're they're being allowed to do whatever the hell they want to do because they're that brilliant. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Salute to yes. y'all. Love all yes. of y'all. Um, again, as Benami said, we're going to try to get Mello on the show soon. We're going to try to get Daniel on the show soon. We're going to try to get everybody on the show soon because yeah, I mean, we got his family. Steph I will on the show. We've been, we haven't know, had that. Steph I Will at all yet. It's just that, but you know, we, we'll get it together. We got to have everybody, Everyone else we just shouted out has been on the show, yeah, right? But, Regine, but Steph has not yet Mello, Daniel a million times, yeah. Joe a million times. Yeah. But no, Steph I Will. I've never heard Steph I Will speak. Well, we. You haven't? Well, see, I, see, she's my friend, so I talk to her all the time. <laughs> yeah, but I've, ne- no, I've never heard her voice. We will, we will get, we will change that. Yes, we will change that. Um, but like I said, it's very. Again, this is just keeps going back to what we've been saying in the beginning. It is so mm-hmm. important to 
to um, really celebrate your own. It's so mm-hmm. important to give you know all your love and all your support to to people who look like you who are doing the damn thing who people who are in your communities that are doing the damn thing whether it's about comics whether it's about movies tv maybe it's about math and art or maybe somebody you know is an ice skater but the fact Mm. is that they're out there fucking doing it and you know they're doing it as from a marginalized space like you have to give people their flowers Mm. No, true indeed. And like that's what we always talk about supporting things like independent media, like for all nerds. And we say that and we say, you know, support independent media, like for all nerds. But we mean support all independent media. Anyone out here, we're always bigging up everybody, all our peoples, you know, from big to small. Mm-hmm. We love you all. And, you know, there's space for everyone. And beyond that, no one's trying to show us the love like we show ourselves. Mm. You know what I mean? That's just how it is. Like, we can get mad, and like I say, I get it, the rage rallies people and all that, but no one is going to show the love like we're going to show for ourselves, you know what I mean? Like, that's just how it is, because they don't understand it like we do, mm-hmm. you know? Like like I say, when I'm sitting there criticizing that episode of Euphoria, it's not because I didn't think that was a brilliant episode, because I thought it was a fucking brilliant episode, but my problem was it's two black people talking, and I'm like, come on now, give me that blackness, you know? <laughs> like... Just give me a little bit if you can't give me a lot, you know? And Malcolm and Marie makes for that up for that. Well, it doesn't make up for it because I don't want to put that burden on the creator where it's like, oh, you got to do this, you know? But Malcolm and Marie gets into that. You know, they're definitely two black characters living in America in 2020. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? So that's what, oof. But yeah, so let's support things like this. Like I say, support things like the White Tiger. While that's not my culture, I just love seeing a culture that I didn't know about that isn't a typical culture that's always portrayed on television. Mm-hmm. And then I could tell it was done so well because I've been to Africa. You know, I've been a Wolver. I've, I haven't been to India yet. No, I haven't been I haven't even... been to India. Nah, I haven't even been in an airport or anything. But I definitely know mad... When I was in Dubai, I met a ton, you know. And <laughs> I've got good friends, you know, who are straight from these places. So I learned a lot about it there, you know. So I know about the caste system and all this type of stuff. But seeing it on screen was so dope, you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. support things like this, y'all. Absolutely. Um, and yeah. Speaking of support, please make sure that you are subscribed to us. Mm-hmm. You can subscribe to us. If you want to subscribe to us 10 d- different ways, do that. Because please. <laughs> please. We are on all of your favorite podcast platforms like Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio. We are everywhere. Make sure you are following us on our Twitch, twitch.tv slash for all nerds. That's big news because we are we we do video all the time now. Now you can see all the facial mm-hmm. expressions and all the wild shit that's going on behind the behind the mic. If consistently, you will. consistently. Ben I mean is DJing every week and making it happen. Like, and we're actually, and we're working on a lot more stuff. Like, there's a lot more stuff coming out. Um, yo, I, I, before I forget, I also want to make sure I talk about Porsche's new project that's mm. actually going to be coming out. Thank you. I meant to mention that. Yeah, and and uh, so uh, people who know Porsche, she um. She was with us on um, the Safe Negro pod. She was also with us. Uh, Castle Black. Castle Black. Um, I'm just trying to find her at name here. But it changes constantly. <laughs> just changes constantly. No, 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 no. But um, yeah, but we're working with Black Girls Create. 
Um, and and it's it's basically going to be a show that talks to black fantasy authors um mm. and and fantasy authors of color but also but, but again just really featuring black fantasy authors and it's completely hosted by black women okay and it's, and it's being hosted on our channel our for all nerds channel on youtube so again that's another thing you need to make sure you're subscribed to y'all just just google for all nerds and everything that possible just click subscribe we're going to have to get that up on our Twitch channel, too, as well. Yeah, I mean, because we got the content. We got content galore, and everything we do, we do independently, which means we rely on the trust and love from you all. So thank you, thank you, thank you to our fan fam over at Patreon. Y'all have no idea how much y'all are literally holding it down for us. Fan fam, Man. Patreon fan fam, y'all are the fucking glue. Everyone who's listening and supports us is absolutely glue. Y'all are the gorilla glue. Yes, word up. Y'all the girl Y'all not, getting, laying y'all not washing out. I don't know yeah, if you saw that yeah. girl that put Gorilla Glue. Oh, yeah. Head. She laying the edges <laughs> down with that joint, boy. I, hey. Hey. You know? Oh, Shit. man. I might, I might have to get some of that. No. <laughs> and and if you if you don't want to do none of that stuff, you just look, here's a few dollars, leave me alone. Well shit, hit up our T public page. Like I said, you wanna get this mm. cool shirt, you wanna get a cool mug, you wanna get a cool phone case. Like we're making it easy for everybody to support. We giving y'all a thousand mm-hmm. different ways to make it happen. And at the very least, if you have no money, you can't do none of that, you just not ready for that, hit like. Yo. Share, Bam. share the post. Tell your friends, be like, yo, I don't really care what they're talking about, but yo, Mike, here, here's this podcast that talks about geek culture. You might want to talk. You might want to talk about Like, everything you can do to get the word out, stuff that you can do for free, for free 99, do that. It matters. Shout out to the fam who DM'd me the other day. I was like, yo, I ain't on your Patreon. I got a house with two kids. That's that's real. Like, Like, I don't expect you to be. And I'm saying I don't expect everybody to be like, oh, here's the money. For various reasons. I get it. But you know what? There's so many ways to support us. There's so many ways to support us, and we appreciate everything y'all do. Yeah, my man DM me was like, look, I ain't on your Patreon, but I got a question. I answered him too. I was like, bro, I don't, you know, you don't think, like, whatever, bro. Like, thank you, know, thank you. Like, the support, like, back to support, like, I want to shout out everyone, once again, who's been listening to our yet-to-be-named MCU podcast, everyone who has been trying their damnedest to give us a name. Yeah. Because we've got about 50 million of them, yeah. And we just like, nah. I know, man. It's it's tough. Like, I I understand, because, like, I feel like Castle Black and Safe Negro Power are just those moments of brilliance, and we just need another yeah. moment of brilliance. Yeah. You know, it'll 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 happen, but it ain't so far. Yeah. So we still need a name for it. But shout out to everybody who's been listening. Twitch.tv slash for all nerds every Monday at uh, one PM now. You can watch us t- last Monday was all like our biggest day ever on Twitch. Yeah. So thank you to everyone who's so been coming fun. through. It was so much fun. I was on there talking to everybody. Yes. I was wilding. It was great. Wilding, y'all. I love the chat for our um, shows right now, especially for our review shows, because the chat be getting ahead of the damn content of the show. Like they were like, "Yo, but this this theory, this theory." I'm like, "Yo, we gonna get to that? Like, <laughs> slow down." But I Yo, love excited. it, you know, because I love to see that you know response and that love and the fact that people are just like fiending to talk about these shows with us, and we're gonna keep it going. Like, Wandavision ends March 9th, I think, or first week of March. And then there's a week off, and we're going right into the Winter Soldier. Yeah. So, you know, stay with us, bro. We ain't going nowhere. Stay with us. No rest for us, man. We are ready. Two shows a week right now. Fat bros. Fat bros. Fat bros.